don't look back because market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here is here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. It was a rough session from the get-go for our markets today as they struggled from the open, but we were able to finish up of the lows of the day for the most part, the Dow finishing down just less than half a percent to 27140 the Nasdaq finishing down a full 1% on the day to 8238 the S&P 500 down also about a half a percent on the day to 3003 and as we have see, said here before, trees don't grow to the sky. This is normal, backing and filling after a great run, a process that is healthy and required to sustain bull markets overall. The Russell 2000 also gave back most of its nice gains from yesterday, finishing roughly at the lows of the day, down 1.2% to 1,561. But I want to point out that we are still ultra bullish here at this point on small caps. Despite being the unloved index compared to the rest of our indexes, the Russell 2000 is still up 15% on the year. Not bad at all at this point of the year. This also gives us some room to run, though, as the Russell 2000 is still 9% away from its all-time high compared to our other major indexes, which are right around their all-time highs right now despite finishing down today. The chart that we're looking at here also reminds us a lot of the semiconductor breakout just or just right before the breakout that we saw recently. We also added a small cap position today in our VRA portfolio. Visit us at VRAinsider.com. Check out our two-week free trial there to see exactly what pick that was. We're ultra bullish right now on the small caps. Earnings season continues today. All eyes will be on earnings this evening as we hear from Amazon, Google, Intel, and more. Some of those just came in here really fast as they're coming across. Alphabet and Intel both appear to have beat on earnings. Both of their stocks now up in the 6% range or so in after-hours trading. We also get a number of big names again tomorrow. And right now, we're in the heart of earnings season, and we continue to get strong numbers. Before this afternoon, we have now had 37% of S&P 500 companies report 2019 Q2 earnings. 76% are beating on earnings per share estimates. 63% are topping on sales estimates. And we still have a long way to go in this earnings season. But to some, it might appear that earnings are slipping. Let me tell you why that is not the case from where we see it. So far, People love, I'd love to point out that this is the slowest quarterly earnings per share growth since 2016. But you have to put this in perspective. From 2018, we are coming off one of the best years of earnings in two decades, which saw 24% full year of growth earnings. So while growth may have looked to have slowed compared to 2018, we have to remember what we were comparing it to, which was a fantastic year. So it's not at all surprising to see slow growth compared to that. Even after the, the tax cuts from last year, it's really pretty positive that they aren't even possibly negative. We could see that is still just fine. So earnings being far from negative now, no earnings recession in sight for us here. As confirmation of this, we found out this week that the International Monetary Fund, the IMF, agreed with President Trump that we are in the Trump economic miracle time right now as the United States 
has the best economy of any advanced economy in the world. While the IMF reduced GDP estimates globally, they had to hike U.S. GDP estimates. At the same time, the president of the ECB, Mario Draghi, is preparing for a slowdown, which this just came out, so it was a big drag on our markets today. Draghi said that the outlook is getting worse and worse in the euro area. The ECB and policymakers are now reviewing plans for additional rate cuts. Their interest rates are already at record lows and also possibly renewed quantitative easing. According to recent data reviewed by Bloomberg, German businesses are right now the most pessimistic they have been in a decade. Draghi also does not like what they are seeing in terms of inflation data, but went on to say that he sees the odds of a recession right now as pretty low. So it's not too bad. The next EU meeting will take place in September and will be Mario Draghi's last uh, as president of the ECB before he turns the reins over to former IMF chief Christine Lagarde. Looking now to our internals on the day, we did see some negatives, but not across the board. Advances losing to declines, 6,298 declines to 2,569 advances, while new highs to new lows as Kip mentioned yesterday, we have not seen a negative day across the board here in months and is one of the reasons that we continue to be as bullish as we are. Until we get negative numbers across the board in our internals for multiple days in a row, we have no reason to be concerned and we remain long and strong. All of the recent corrections that we have seen have been preceded by negative internals. So that count has not started yet on seeing multiple days of negative internals as we got positive numbers across the board here from new highs to new lows, with 534 new highs to 268 new lows on the day. Lastly here, up-down volume did come in roughly 2 to 1 negative on the day. Also, our sectors, not a whole lot of bright spots there. All 11 S&B sectors were down on the day, led lower by energy, our only sector to finish down more than 1%. Followed there by some of our sectors that are at overbought levels right now, so not uncommon to see an overbought pause there, like tech, materials, and financials. Again, all 11 sectors finishing down on the day. Looking to our commodities, gold finished down on the day by 0.65% to 1,414 an ounce. Silver down 1.16%, our biggest loser there on the day, to 1,643 an ounce. Copper down the smallest, 0.15% to 2.70 a pound. And lastly here, oil finishing up 0.18% to 55.98 a barrel. Um, well, also lastly here, we are now just five days away from the next Fed meeting where the market fully expects there will be a minimum of a 25-point basis cut, if not a 50-point cut. We fully expect that we'll get at least some kind or some form of a cut here. If we don't, we see that our markets will have a big sell-off if that doesn't happen. A cut is just fully priced in right now where we're at. Again, the market fully expects this. If we don't get that, expect to see a big down day for the Dow there. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and sign up for our email list there. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.